I think you're going to enjoy our next guest. Lee Terrell is a bit of a rarity, a woman coaching a men's sports team at international level. So that is the rarity. But the volleyball coaches never let gender barriers stand in the way, even in Iran. As Lee Terrell walked into the volleyball stadium in the northwest Iranian city of Tabriz, security guards tried to steer her to the women-only section of the crowd, but Lee politely declined. You see, it was 2018 and one of the first times women had been allowed to watch men play volleyball in Iran. Not just watch them, in Lee's case, she was coaching them. She, Lee Terrell, is on the line, the coach of the volleyball men's under-20 national team. Hello, Lee. Kia ora. Kia ora, Lee. Lovely. Thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Oh, thanks for inviting me and giving me this opportunity. It's a great story. It's a great story. So, so tell us, because four years before the encounter I just mentioned, British-Iranian woman Ganesh Gavami had spent five months in prison after she had tried to attend a men's international match between Iran and Italy. So did you, were you aware of that sort of background when you went there? I had um, I had done a little bit of a look up on what volleyball in Iran looked like. Um, obviously, I was focused more on the competition, and then through that made some discovery about uh, women and the cultural aspects of being a female in Iran. So, and then I connected with a couple of colleagues um, that I knew had been and lived in Iran, and they were nothing but supportive. So I. That reasonably okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so there wasn't a great deal of nervousness for you as you went into that stadium, even though you were sort of <laughs> they gestured towards the women's only section. <laughs> there, we had a great interpreter, so we were provided with from the Iranian Volleyball Federation um, someone that spent his time with our team the entire time. He was excellent. And he certainly made things a lot easier. In that particular case, the first case, it was actually a coach from Oman that came up and explained to the security guard who had no English uh, that I was actually a coach. And the security guard made all sorts of um, apologies and uh, sort of let me go into the court. Um, yeah, that, a, uh, that's just because our interpreter was with our team at the time in the changing rooms. So. It's sort of surreal for us in this country in 2020. I mean, this yeah. is recently, this is a couple of years ago, that that would be, be the reaction. Overall, Lee, did you feel that you were respected as a coach and as a woman? Yes. Right, very, um, very courteous to my welfare and the welfare of all our um, team. And Mary, Mary Edmondson, who it was actually our Volleyball New Zealand um, office that suggested Mary come with me, uh, given we had done some our due diligence on how that all might transpire with me being a female coach of a men's team. And that made a difference. Otherwise, I would have found myself being the only female in many uh Many gyms, in fact, every single one of them, if Mary wasn't there. So that was great. That oh. certainly made it a little bit easier. Um. I'm sure that it did. Look, one of the one of the incidents. This is, by the way, we're, the the report we're quoting from is in the great locker room uh, section of, right. uh, uh, but uh, an online uh, news gathering team. Now, one of the things that I found really interesting was that you. So you said to the young men, men in your team, now look, we're in a different country. So when in the huddle, I can't put my arms around your shoulders, or put you can't put an arm around my shoulder the way we might back in New Zealand. But they forgot to do that, didn't they? What, and, yeah. and could you tell us what actually happened? How did the crowd of 300 people react? <laughs> it was funny. Um, 
so the the first set was fine, and uh, it was the second uh, near the second at the end of the second. You know, you get to habits, right? You you get into a huddle and you you talk about uh, one or two things you you want to put into action on the court. And I had been standing back a little bit, but sometimes it gets a bit noisy. So I stepped forward and and then I, I you sort of felt it as opposed to heard anything specific. It just there was this, all of a sudden a intake of the air disappeared, and I stood up and thought, oh, <laughs> realised that there was nothing else, so I kept doing it. And then I uh, had a quick chat to our interpreter behind us, and he says, it's okay, Lee. It's okay. <laughs> so, so what, um, what what was the problem, Lee, with, with touching? Was it just that you physical sort of... Men and women aren't allowed to touch each other not, in Iran, are they, in, in public? They're certainly not encouraged to. That's that's correct. It is changing. You know, it was um, such a safe... No, not once, and Mary and I had spoken about it on a few occasions, did we ever feel unsafe. Um, yeah, we're really quite surprised. Even the boys, they were like, this... Why were we even because they did have some families were concerned. Yeah, they were just like, Oh, this is so safely. Why why do we hear so many different things? And I said, Well, I'm sure there are other things happening that we're not aware of in the country. Really? <laughs> but yeah, we de- definitely were very well looked after. Uh the boys were stopped and autographs were taken. Heaps of the women would stop Mary and I and want photos with us. We must have had our, t- our photos taken about 30 times every day. Now, speaking, um, speaking of that, Lee, the, at the, in the program for the volleyball tournament, your photo was excluded from the program. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. That's the, the tournament itself um, is an Asian volleyball tournament, so it's a, a, an event held throughout all of Asia and our photos including the whole team and the coaching staff were sent in I didn't even think about that being the photo that would appear in the tournament um, information and because I used my passport photo which doesn't have a headscarf when it appeared in the information for the tournament because we were in Iran it was just a blank shadow of a head Right, because you didn't have a headscarf on. Because, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. have a headscarf. Interesting. It's a great chat. Lee, do you mind spending just another couple of minutes with us? I'll play some messages and we'll come back and talk some more in a gif. Yeah, sure. Thanks Thank so much. You. Our guest is Lee Terrell on the chat room this afternoon, coach of the volleyball men's under-20 national team. Amazing experience going to coach and play in Iran, uh, where women, you know, you've got to be very, very careful about the way you conduct yourselves. We'll talk more in a moment. Every Tuesday, a new feature we're introducing called The Chat Room. We have a really interesting guest on the show today. It's Lee Terrell, who is uh, extraordinary in that she's a female coaching a men's volleyball team. And an extraordinary turn, of course, when she coached and went over to play in a tournament in Iran. So things were a bit different. But uh, really good to have you on the show, Lee, and thank you so much again for your time. Good, guys. Thank you. Thanks so much, Lee. Now... Let's go talking about your coaching. Well, it's fascinating to talk about Iran. Let's talk about your coaching in general, Lee. Now, we understand from this uh, story in Locker Room, um, in the Newsroom website, that you started off coaching because your teenage son asked if you'd coach his boys' side. I just wondered, is there a great deal of difference, do you feel, between coaching an all-male side and an all-female team? Certainly not um, in the technical aspects of a sport. Um, right. Yeah, there's there's differences. Um, the boys, they definitely bond through competition together. Yeah. Um, the girls require bonding 
before they can compete. So there's some slight differences in in how we are, we sort of understanding of what we are, I guess, um, and where we fit in the world that we play in. And yeah, and that's really just coaching the person, knowing who, and each person's different. So it's yeah, a, there's definitely gender differences. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, we've been talking in the last half hour, Lee, about the Super Bowl, the halftime show, and it was interesting oh. in the Super. Yeah, well, interesting <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Uh, one of the it was very strong on women can do anything. That was kind of the motif through it all. And there was one mm. story focusing on a female coach of an NFL team, which is a big deal in the states, and yeah. first female coach to coach an NFL team. So I wonder, what do you think is the significant difference that a female coach can offer over a male? Oh, that's a big question. Um, biggest difference between a female coach and a male coach? I think it would depend on the person, of course. Yeah. Um, I can let you know what I bring. Yeah, what do you, what, please do, please do. What do you bring? Uh, so I'm... I have got strong values. Uh, I'll make mistakes and I work out how to learn from them. Reasonably comfortable with them, um, you know, provided I haven't broken anything in the process. Um, what else? I do a lot of reflection, heaps of reflection on my learning and how I've gone and then how I can make change to become better. And the better is having people play as opposed to being successful in terms of awards or cups, although they're really nice. I love winning. <laughs> um, you know, I'm really sure, competitive. Yeah. But I love seeing people play and becoming better at it, uh, whatever that works for them. Not always works for me, but definitely whatever works for them. And seeing them just change and grow and, and become more fearless in, in their decisions, it's really cool. Yeah. Lee, last question from me, please. You've obviously had a terrific career coaching the age group uh, men's teams. Do you have ambitions, as a lot of coaches do, just like players do? Do you have ambitions for the very, very, you know, the top of the pile? Maybe coaching the New Zealand men's team? Uh, no, not. Um, <laughs> never really thought about that. Uh, I like coaching. I'm really hope, happy coaching intermediate kids, and I have <laughs> coaching four to six year olds. It, it's the process of coaching. It's the sharing of information and seeing the growth. That's that's what makes me ambitious. It's yeah. really just sharing information. If the opportunity came along, yeah, it's definitely something I'd consider, but it's not something on the horizon that I'm thinking of. Yeah. It's not a burning ambition. No, not a burning ambition. And the last thing from me, just harping back, just the last thing on, on what we were discussing before, what female coaches bring over males, particularly if it's a woman coaching a male team, do you think, and it might be a generalisation, do you think women would be more empathetic than men and therefore be able to bring out another side that you wouldn't normally see in sport? Yeah, again, I think that's a personality. Um, definitely, I, I'm, I have high empathy. Uh, do all women have high empathy? Good point. I, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, you make. I, I don't know. I, I know men also have... My, my husband's a wonderfully empathetic yeah. person, yeah. so... Yeah. yeah. Good, that's a, no, that's a good point, that's a, and it's a good answer because I think that's, that, that's what I thought would be the case. Lee, thank you very much for sharing your thoughts with us. Pleasure. Really good Thanks to talk to you. Thanks a lot, Lee, and, and good luck for whatever you do in the future. Well done. Yeah, and all those female coaches out there, rock your world. <laughs> <laughs> on, nice man. work. That's Lee Terrell, Thanks, Lee. coach of the volleyball men's under-20 national team.